Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Take command podcast here from Odyssey Sports. We should. Uh, I I don't know that they would they would give us Scott for the podcast. Uh, that feels <laughs> feels dangerous. Um, but I would be curious to ask. I'm sure at some point you'll get a chance to talk to him for this, the work you're doing for the team. Like yeah. I want to I want to know those answers because yeah are are have you been around the NFL as long as Scott Turner has no as long as his dad has surely not um, yeah. but like you did play for some really smart coaches and you had a pretty long career uh, thanks in large part to how you thought about and processed the game so uh, I I think that's like if if you're if you're it'd be one thing to me like if you were seeing this and went. I get what's supposed to be happening and it's not happening, yeah, but to look at right. it and go like, I don't really understand what's supposed to be happening here. Like there's just, there's a missing piece. That's, that's not there. Now it could be there on paper and not, not ultimately be executed. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, get, there's, there's new quarterback here. There's a lot of variables, new pieces, but yeah, it is like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. To I was just going to say like the fact that it's, it's hard for you to even see what's supposed to be happening. I'd, I'd say is, uh, Pretty well, concerning, to say not, the least. It's it's not so much that I don't see that I can't see what's supposed to happen. It's just like how reasonable is that assumption for that to be happening? You know, let's say like you're running this these vertical concepts and they match, which does happen in the NFL because people run quarters coverage, as we had when our in when uh, when that guy Warren Sharp was on, he said it was the most run coverage last year against explosive offenses. So right. if this team with all these explosive weapons, you should expect to see more quarters. Our defense runs quarters, right? That's what they do. So they will match vertical concepts well. That's what the coverage is designed to do. So what is your answer versus quarters on some of these concepts? That's my question. And I, I don't see a, a nice progression. Another thing that came up today was, you know, they're running like a dagger concept, like a deep in cut, and they're running it off of a drop back. And teams run it off drop backs all the time. But one of the things that Kyle would do is he'd run these deeper concepts off of play action to abide more time and let the route develop. And the mm-hmm. other thing like, Kyle was super detailed about like, if you're running a dagger, tighten your split. If you're running a deep dig, tighten your split. And then like, again, like what is the detail level there? I don't know. And again, I'm not in the installs. I don't know. So I can't, don't take my word as Bible. These are just some thoughts I have when I'm watching practice. Like these are questions I have about the offense and the defense like deserves a ton of credit because they are playing with their hair on fire. Right. And so I think that's, that's, that's important to note too, is that they're doing a really nice job. Yep. All right, Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson. Uh, 
you said there's bright spots. So let's now that we've yep. depressed everybody, let's uh, let's oh, get to some bright hopefully, spots. Hopefully, hopefully people aren't depressed. Like just just think hopefully. every every uh, bad thing, quote unquote bad thing we said about the offense means the defense did great. So uh, just put on your your happy defense pants, and you know everybody's everybody's happy. Well, okay. So in terms of offense, like let's just talk quick, really quick. Like Cole Turner has been a bright spot, and I think he should be getting more burn in this offense. Deami Brown has shown up. He was very quiet in OTAs. He's starting to kind of make some noise, which is important. You know, he's a third round pick, second round, third round pick. So obviously, getting some miles out of him is is great. Um, McKissick, like I said to you off the air, has done a really nice job in the short area quickness, winning on choices. He had an excellent route, excellent route today on uh, Jamin Davis on a little choice route. Very Jordan Reed-esque, just very high level and awesome to see that. So good to see him. Gibson's looked very good with his kind of limited practice schedule. And uh, Brian Robinson, again, just looks like he's going to be a, a dude in this offense. So all good things. Cosby's been very productive against Sweat. There are bright spots, just kind of, you know, the, the bigger themes are a little bit more questioning. Defensively, gosh, I mean, there's, like, do we have an hour to talk about? How, like, let's talk about the back end. Kendall Fuller has just been playing like a man possessed. He's been on fire, on rhythm, on timing, playing with great vision, playing very competitive football, fired up to see what he does in the season, right? Because he has been like, he's been in Terry's pocket. He's been in Jahan's pocket. And Jahan like will win once in a while, but it's like, it's good competitive football. William Jackson, a third, same thing. Dude looks so comfortable right now. And if you're a fan of, of good cornerback play, that should be exciting for you because you know, one of his criticisms was he never got comfortable last year. He never got, got there. And so to see him in that position now, very comfortable, is exciting. Bob McCain, Cam Curl, they're like the field generals back there getting everybody communicated. Benjamin St. Juiced, man, like he, he's like every day putting like, just putting a stamp on that nickel position saying like, I am that dude, I'm going to be the guy to can lock he, that Can down, he play – can he play it at like the Buffalo responsibility? Like it's funny because Ron Ron was saying the other day, like, oh, St. Juice could be the Buffalo guy, and I was like, well, I guess it's your defense, so you can call it whatever you want. Like, but you know, if 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 it's a corner, technically it's not Buffalo the way you know it, it had been termed previously. It was like it meant there yeah. was three safeties, but like who cares what they call it? The responsibilities are the responsibilities. The amount they play it is the amount they play it. The calls are the calls. Can he fill that? Like, can they play nickel or can they play St. Juice to the extent that it it is their and I'm not I'm non uh, non proper noun base defense, right? Like base is four three, right? <laughs> but like their their most used defense, I'll put it that way. I think if they had their way, they'd have Cam Curl play nickel on first and second down versus base personnel. I think that's if they had their perfect world, that's what they do. Which means Forrest or Butler or Reeves have to step up. I think Forrest and Butler have the inside track on that. But Reeves has done a nice job. He made a nice PBU in in the red zone period today with the threes. Again, it's with the threes, but. Dude's doing a good job. Yeah. And um, and so, like, but so you need another piece to get in there, right? Another thing to consider is, um, you know, Percy Butler's been getting some reps with the later groups at the nickel and at the Buffalo, the Buffalo nickel. Um, and he's done a really nice job with that. And, gosh, man, he, like I said, I said this the other day, like, he, I don't know if he knows what he's doing all the time, but, like, when he <laughs> is running to the football. Overrated. It, it is. Have really you listened fast. to the radio show? I don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> no, but I, I'm not saying he's making mistakes. But I'm just like, he's just flying to the ball. Like he had a pick today, which yeah. he had no business making. But he he runs a four three, so he, he's there. So that's really cool to see. Um, and again, do I think Benjamin St. Juice could play first, second down? Yes and no. I worry. It's just when you got to take on blockers, it's a different animal. You know what I mean? It's a different deal. Like he does a good job fitting runs when it's eleven personnel. So three wide receivers, one tight end, one back. Just a good job with that. 
but it, the blocking schemes get a little bit more physical. The body types, the mindsets get more physical when you go 12 or 21 and you got to, you got to fit on a fullback. Like DBs in my experience are not about that life. So I would expect some amalgamation of the three of those guys, probably cam curl, at least early in the season on first and second down Benjamin St. Just on third down and in uh, passing situations, which to be fair to that position is going to be about 60% of the time anyway. So he'll be on the field a ton. And I think that's good ball. And then I think keep an eye on Percy Butler's development. I know I am. Again, he did a great job in the special teams period today, did a great job on defense. And when he sees it, he can rip to the ball and a guy that I think is going to be a physical tackler when the pads come on. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you also were saying Deron Payne uh, has had a, a heck of a camp. Yes. And this is a guy that obviously has has a point to make. He's in a contract year. He's also you know now four years into the league. He's he's learned a lot. He's been a heck of a player his first three. I think incredibly underrated, um, almost criminally underrated at times. There's so many games where you go back and you watch the tape after, and you're like, was Deron Payne the best player on the field yesterday? Um, yeah. Like incredible player, and it seems like he's showing up in a big way from from what you've been saying, what you've seen, and and what everybody's observed out there. Yeah, I mean, I think he's just been Mister Consistency. You know what I mean? Like, which is a little unusual. Like, there's times where, at least in OTAs, like in years past or training camp years past, when I'd watch and he'd go quiet for long stretches, you know, a couple of days, and make a splash play. Like every day he's making a smash play and you know in team pass like he's almost on the verge of beating the guard every single play which is a tough way to live if you're the guard now Trey Turner's out so Sadiq is starting at guard at the moment and I think that that's something to consider you know like Sadiq is a very good athletic football player with a lot of upside I believe but he's not a starting NFL guard at the moment and so you'd expect Payne to win but Payne does and he wins consistently and he's definitely putting Sadiq through his paces and a guy again who's who's kind of on a mission to make a statement about where he belongs on this team and, and the, the amount of money that I think he deserves and putting himself in a good position to do that. So he's a guy that's shown up. I think um, Jamin and Cole have done a nice job. I think Jamin kind of had a rough day today. I think he lost a couple routes kind of based on scheme and conception uh, today. Like he, he was kind of the hook dropper on Jamin's, on uh, Jahan's touchdown today. And Carson and Jahan did a nice job connecting on that. And I don't know if that's entirely his fault. He got beat, like I said, by on a route by McKissick. But again, is playing better football and a guy that, you know, for tomorrow is going to be a huge day for in terms of how he looks when the pads come on. Because I think that a lot of the questions about his game reside on whether or not he does well when the pads come on. So that's something to keep an eye on. They've obviously been in shells. Um, they're running stuff. They're playing football, but it's it's not with the pads on. How's it changed when the pads go on? Like what what is the difference tomorrow in practice versus what we've seen so far? Yeah, so I think there's um, a couple things. Like one of the things like for me – helmets if I have my helmet on like I'm going full speed that's how I was as a player and a lot of young guys you can see abide by that same principle which is kind of the unwritten rule of the NFL is you practice fast you practice physical but as you start adding layers of protection the game does ramp up because you can get away with different stuff so you put shells on and hey maybe I can jam my head in there a little bit harder punch my inside hand a little bit harder because I know like the gauntlet is the, the parameters of the game have now changed, right? And so when you put the pads on, you've now essentially weaponized your upper body. And what I mean by that is if you're defeating a block, you can now throw your shoulder full speed in to someone's face mask and not get the face mask tattoo on your shoulder because you have a shell, a hard plastic shell on there. So the physicality definitely changes. Like it's always fast. It's always physical because these guys are NFL football players. But all of a sudden now you, you've you weaponized the, the, the human form and you're ready to kind of be in football mode and it's not going to be as fast as it is in the preseason but it'll tick up a little bit there's going to be a lot of energy tomorrow like if you want to come to a practice 
tomorrow's a good one, good one to come to because guys are going to be hooting and hollering and banging each other and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And from a physical physicality standpoint, that's always fun to watch the first day. Let me uh, let me check my calendar. What time's practice tomorrow? Uh, I think it's at nine nine to eleven eleven fifteen something like that. I might have to I might have to send send PR a note. I might come to practice tomorrow. If not, I think yeah, I'm coming on Friday. So yeah, uh, you should come come to a padded practice day. Is all yeah. I'm saying. No, I'm I'm definitely. Uh, I mean, as a fan, yeah, definitely. If you're listening, come on out. I mean, I will, maybe maybe you you do the day that I'm out there and you can wave at me. I'll wave back. Be like, hey, good good to see you. But I got to get out there, bro. I I I can't I can't just do the podcast based off of tweets and what you're seeing. I got I got to get out there with my own eyes and then apply the old Kevin O'Connell: see a lot, see a little, see a little, see a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though man it, it, i will say it's incredibly hard to watch practice from the sideline it's incredibly difficult to kind of keep track of everything and who did what and what's going on so it's it's a uh, it's tough but it is cool to kind of feel the energy of practice i think you uh you guys had cam curl on set today anything to take away from that man i like his vibe you know like tana said afterwards man i really like his energy and i don't disagree i think he's a guy who's you know you talk about people who handle themselves the right way like you know we talked a little bit about how um, you know, he's becoming more popular, becoming more kind of famous. And he was like, I don't really worry about that. I, I want to, you know, like make my mark on the football field. And that was really cool. You know, and I think, um, I think that's, that speaks to me that informs my opinion, like, Oh, saying this is a guy who's built mentally the right way and wants to be great. And that's, that's pretty cool. I think, you know, so, um, a guy, a guy, he's, he's a guy we've talked a lot about on this podcast because he is a, He's a freak, man. I think that's the other thing. When he came into this tent, like he's built different. I know people say that all the time, but he's big. He's a big dude uh, for a guy who plays safety. So um, I, I, I really enjoyed the interview. You guys should definitely check it out. And also, like he's just a good, good football player, good dude, and built the right way to kind of have a long career, which is exciting. Definitely excited to uh, go back and check that out. All right, uh, we'll be back on Thursday, hopefully with Kerrigan. If not, we'll have him next week. Uh, but excited uh, to, to have that conversation when it comes. Excited to see uh, the next couple of days of practice. Who knows? Maybe I'll have in-person practice observations uh, on the next pod. So, you know, this is, again, Logan, to, to wrap where we began, this is why you subscribe. You just never know this what you're going to get, but you know you want it, and you want it as soon as it's available. As soon as uh, Super Producer Matt Essek, who's now fully on board and ready to go, He's been listening to this entire conversation, taking notes and everything. There today? Yeah, Matt's, Matt there today? Matt's over there. Matt, would you like to officially say hi to the podcast? I, I can make sure your microphone is – hold on. I'm gonna, Logan, you're going to go for a ride oh, on the camera for a second. Yeah, All right, yep. yep. Okay, Matt, your mic is live. Hi, everybody. All right, that's it. That's Matt, Matt Essig, everybody. Uh, all right, we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, so make sure you are subscribed on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, following along on Twitter, at Hoffman Show, for Logan, at Logan underscore Paulson82. And we'll see you then on Take Command.